Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Gale. On this week's episode, we sit down with Crusader hockey great Stacy Hodgkins to relive her remarkable Holy Cross career. Now, Stacy graduated back in 2012 as the most decorated hockey player in program history. She rewrote the record. <laughs> How about all of these program bests? I'm going to read them all off. Career points, right. career goals, career assists, game-winning goals, power play goals, short-handed goals, single-season goals, and single-season points. Best of all, her team's captured three straight ECAC titles. Today, she's an accomplished financial professional back in her home state of Michigan, and I'm thrilled to welcome her now. Stacy. thanks for joining me on Seder Stories. Wow, thank you for having me. That was quite the introduction. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a little overwhelming sometimes when we look back at all those personal stats. How does that legacy hit you now, 10 years removed from your outstanding career? You know, I mean, it's uh, not something I guess I think about every day now that it's been a good 10, 10 years out of the game, so to speak, or at least at being at Holy Cross. But really, I mean, Kevin, nothing's, nothing's changed. I'm still I'm still playing hockey and, and having fun. And uh, But instead of school now, I guess it's just work. Uh, very much playing ice hockey, and I've picked up roller hockey. And just thinking about my career before, I'm, I'm happy to still be playing. I think it's safe to say, starting in your home state of Michigan, hockey probably found you. I mean, Detroit is hockey town, USA. What drew you to the sport originally? And and when did you know, hey, I'd love to make this a bigger part of my life? You know, really, growing up, I was always very competitive with with my older brother. Um, He's two years older than I am. And so he started playing roller hockey and he played baseball. And so and you're right, growing up in the area, hockey's a big sport. And so he started playing roller hockey, and then I kind of followed in his footsteps, and I, I really did fall in love with the sport. And like I said, I still am playing today. And so it, it really was, you know, once I started playing, it was all I ever wanted to do was play hockey. So it was an easy decision for me that post-high school I wanted to play in college, and I'm, I'm really glad I landed at Holy Cross. Yeah, you were a really accomplished youth player, and that was with a powerhouse club that features my favorite name anywhere, Honey uh, in Detroit. There were a lot of young women's hockey players for a time that, you know, had to play on boys' teams and had to kind of cobble opportunities together. But growing up around Metro Detroit, I mean, how valuable was it to have such an apparatus in place with travel and youth hockey at the highest level? It was really awesome. So I was fortunate. A lot of uh, women my age who started playing, you know, around the same time I did, I guess that would have been, you know, 19, late 90s, right? Early 2000s. It was a little bit different than it is now. And it was nice because I I started playing on a girls team where a lot of women start playing with, with the boys. So it was kind of nice to have that path. But even as, uh, you know, as a kid in the Detroit area, there weren't a lot of teams that we could play, you know, so we were constantly traveling, which is like looking back at it now, it's, it's something I'm extremely thankful for because I had the opportunity to travel with my, my, you know, my teammates and my friends and, and my family, you know, it was, it was like twice a week. We played in a league called the Midwest elite hockey league, which I believe is still 
around today. And we would go to Chicago and Wisconsin and Minnesota and, you know, constantly be on road trips to play at the highest level. So it was, it was a lot of fun. And yes, honey baked in Michigan, we all have, we have funny names for our hockey team. So there's honey baked little Caesars, uh, bell tire. Um, I currently play for a women's team called victory Honda, but yeah, it, it was a great opportunity. And, and, I guess I don't really I don't really focus or think about it too much as of late, but but reflecting on it, I it's, it was a great experience. Yeah, it's it's amazing how quickly ten years can fly by. Like that. <laughs> yeah. graduated in twenty twelve, now it's twenty twenty two. But looking back on that transition, you grew up in New Boston, Michigan. Seemed almost preordained that you might end up in Massachusetts, but Holy Cross is a long way from home. What made Holy Cross, your college destination? To be honest with you, I, I committed to go to Holy Cross uh, before I had even seen the campus. No, really, it was, it was my conversations with, at the time, it was Coach Van Buskirk and, and Coach Bill Bowes uh, at the time who recruited me. And I just got a really good feeling talking to them, and I knew I could get behind the program. At the time, we were a relatively young-ish program who was working our way towards aspiring to the D1 level, which I'm happy to say the program has grown quite a bit. And it's awesome that we're in hockey, hockey East now. But at the time, that was always just kind of like a a dream for our program when I was playing there. So, and Coach VB had mentioned that, and I thought it would be uh, awesome to be a part of that. And as well as, you know, the academics at Holy Cross are, are second to none. So it was, it was a pretty easy choice. I know the D1 hockey was a goal for you, but Peter Van Buskirk, who you mentioned, the pioneer of hockey at Holy Cross, Mm -hmm. really encouraged you to be a star at the D3 level. How did you embrace that top line role? It was it was very easy to play for VB. He was (laughs) he was a great coach. He's just the kind of guy that you want to play for. And even when I started, as we talked about when I started when I was, you know, eight years old or so, it was. And even now the guy, so I play, you know, what it quote unquote beer league <laughs> with, with, with the guys. And even now I've, I've always just, I liked, I, and I always joke with them because they're like, will you stop skating around? Like I was tired of chasing you. Like I just have always, I've, I've always wanted to be the best out on the ice. Um, I am very competitive. And so uh, when I started my freshman year, of course you have a little bit of, I guess the anxiety or fear of maybe the upperclassmen or how am I going to fit in this role? But I just, I always wanted to do well and win. And so if, if I was going to be a top line player and that was my role, that's what I was going to do. I'm not surprised that's still your scouting report today. <laughs> Peter Van Buskirk said back in 2012, you were the most dynamic and productive offensive player he had ever coached at any level. What does that mean to you to hear one of the great, hockey innovators not just in this region but in the game of women's hockey say those sorts of things about you yeah I mean it's it's very special I of course had a great relationship with VB and just you know it it is it kind of takes me a second to after hearing that because you forget right but um it I just uh have always had sort of that drive to I guess sometimes in a way tunnel vision of, of focus towards the net. And I guess I still, I still play like that to some degree, but, you know, I can remember like early mornings um, we, I would have practices with BB and he just, you know, throw the puck into the corner and I just work on, 
driving to the net, driving to the net. And I, I think, you know, with, with having that, having a good coach behind you and more importantly, teammates to support you, it was just, I mean, it wasn't easy, but it, it made it a, a good transition, a good way to uh, be a very competitive offensive player. Stacy, you're bringing something up that I, I think a lot of young players who are inside the collegiate sports bubble probably don't realize is that after graduation, records, titles, wins, losses, you really don't look back on that all that much. It's really the bonds with your teammates and your coaches. You talked about the impact that Coach Van Buskirk had on you. What were some of the other experiences with your fellow Crusaders that really stand out to your memory? I think it's it's so important for for women, whether it's sports or whatever else. It's just it's so important to be a part of something bigger than yourself. And for me, of course, that was hockey. And the like you said, you can reflect and look back at the stats, and that's important to some degree. But more importantly, I have. You know, in, in a couple of weeks from now, I'll actually be heading back out to Boston to stand up in one of my line mates weddings. Right? So things like that that happen after graduation, uh, being a part of, of life after college and having those having those relationships is is really the most important part. You learn so much from being a part of a team. And there's quite a few players that I still keep in contact with on a regular basis. And that to me is, is very special. Let's take a short commercial break. And when we get back, we'll continue our conversation with Stacy Hodgkins on Seder Stories. At Fuel America, we've created a place for people to gather, to share their stories. We are a destination and we are a starting point because Fuel America is not just our name. It's our mission. Run, roll, walk. Massachusetts is getting moving again. And UMass Memorial Healthcare is here to do our part. Push, pull. We're the region's leader in orthopedics with more doctors, more expertise, and more locations than anyone else. Stir, kick, get moving again with UMass Memorial Healthcare's orthopedics experts. Jig, job. Appointments available now. Call 855 UMass MD. UMass Memorial Healthcare a proud sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics. Wegmans Meals to Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. What does it mean to be relentless? It means providing access to great medicine for everyone. UMass Memorial Health. The relentless pursuit of healing. Find the help you're looking for at ummhealth.org. Hello, I'm Richard Carr of Carr Financial. As a proud alumnus and sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics, I know the importance of making a game plan to set up your team for success. Why should preparing for your financial future be any different? At Carr Financial, our dedicated advisors have decades of experience helping people, like you, put together a customized financial plan. Contact Carr Financial today and let us guide you toward a life of success as you define it. Call 508-795-0264 or visit carrfinancial.com. Welcome back to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale, joined by Holy Cross hockey alum, Stacey Hodgkins. Now, in June of this year, Stacey, we celebrated the 50th anniversary of Title IX's passage 
Today in college sports, women make up 44% of all student athletes. That's compared to just 15% before Title IX became federal law. When you look at how the sport of women's hockey has grown, you mentioned Holy Cross as a women's program going from D3 all the way up to D1. Do you think that there are more opportunities today for women in the game to get involved and, and get excited about the sport? Oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, I've been lucky enough to be a part of some like development camps and things like that here in Michigan. And just to see the growth of the sport. And like we mentioned, you know, a lot of women when I started playing and definitely before me usually started with the guys and to have sort of our own separate category and, and to compete at the level that some of, you know, even like the under 18 teams that I, I know that with our current coach helps with as well. It's just amazing to see the level at which they're playing uh, as well as some of the opportunities post-college for women hockey players. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, you mentioned Katie LaChapelle, who's now in her third season with the program, took the reins from Peter Van Buskirk when he retired. You see the international talent that's now being drawn to the program. Do you and your teammates from a decade ago feel a sense of pride in, in setting today's foundation at Holy Cross? I, I mean, I definitely think that's something that we're proud to be a part of for sure. You know, the, the four years that I was there, our team had a very successful seasons, and I think it definitely grew some attraction to, hey, you know, what's going on with the Holy Cross women's hockey team and how do we get them to the next level? And I know those are conversations that we had when I was there. And I remember meeting with the athletic director and, and things like that to sort of push and promote for that. So to see the level and I, I was able to go back for um, Coach Van Buskirk's retirement I think it was his last game at 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 Holy Cross and so I mean to see and to watch them play you know and remembering when I was there and see the new facility it's 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 very it's it's awesome I am glad to see how much the program has grown and your hockey career didn't end at Holy Cross you continued on professionally in Austria how did you find that opportunity so actually one of my teammates and, and former alumni, Jocelyn Kratchmer, she had, she graduated the year before I did and she was already playing over there. And that's how I kind of got connected with the, um, the team. And then that was a, a great experience as well. I know that you tore your ACL when you were over there. Did that sort of end your hockey career a little bit earlier than you may have wanted? It, it definitely ended my experience at Salzburg earlier than I wanted. And I would have loved to continue playing the season with the girls and had more experience and time there. It definitely didn't stop me from, from still playing. I was able to recover and I still play now, but it did end, I guess, my time overseas. And, and at, the, at, at that time, we were just starting to see things like, you know, the, the WNHL and some of these other opportunities arise. And I think it might have been cool to be a part of something like that. But after that experience, I kind of joined the working, working life. And, and now I just play for fun. <laughs> like the NCAA says, you went pro in something else. You're back home in Michigan now working with Rocket Mortgage. I know you found a passion in the financial field, but did I hear you started in pre-med at Holy Cross? I did. I did. That is accurate. So I always thought that was- jumped from, from medicine <laughs> to, to, to accounting. Yes. And so I am a, uh, what's called a triple crown banker here at Rocket Mortgage. And 
so I help clients refinance their homes and it is definitely not in the medical field. I started, um, <laughs> I started like at most, I think, thinking that was the direction that I wanted to go. And after two, I think it was my early sophomore year, I just decided it was not, it wasn't for me. And so I immediately switched over and I was actually was uh, graduated as an economics major. And you and I can launch a second podcast after this if you want to stick around. I work in real estate. You're at Rocket okay. Mortgage, so we could talk about the mortgage rate market Definitely. Uh, all day long. <laughs> what are some of the lessons or experiences from your time at Holy Cross that you feel impact you most in, in your day-to-day life, whether it's in work or just playing hockey or being back home in Michigan? You know, I learned a lot, obviously, my four years at Holy Cross, both in the classroom and, and outside the classroom and on the ice. But I think a lot of the valuable skills that transfer into my work life are some of the leadership skills and experiences that I had as being a hockey player at Holy Cross, because one of the biggest things I think that helps make you successful or that's helping me, made me successful in, in my career here at Rocket Mortgage is just the ability to communicate with others effectively and, and problem solve and uh, work as a team. I mean, it's, it's something that I think you can't, it's, it's not as easily learned in a classroom, right? Learning that stuff on the ice and, and working with, you know, 20 plus other girls really develops those skills and, and makes it, it makes you desirable in, in your professional career. Stacy, it's been great connecting with you today. Thanks so much for sharing some of your Seder stories. Best of luck with everything and enjoy that Crusader wedding coming up here in a couple. <laughs> right. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. All the best. And my thanks to everyone tuned in to Save Stories. Please subscribe to our show on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd be so kind, leave us a five-star rating and review. It's still the best way for fellow crusaders to find our shows. Thanks again for tuning in to Sater Stories. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sater Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross Athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go Cross Go!